0: Welcome to the Pedal Pod. You're, so this is episode two, part of the Valiant 33 Network. We're here to talk about lower league soccer in the U.S., most notably Rochester. So yeah. in the past, so we had, what, eight days and three games?
1: Three games, uh, yes. Busy time in the schedule.
0: Yeah, I mean, especially when you go times with nearly a month between games, and then you got three and eight. It yep. was uh, pretty good results. I, mean, I can't I can't really complain. It's one was kind of disappointing, one was better than expected, one was about what we hoped. Yeah. Uh,
1: I would say, you know, uh FCU come, you know, coming in, you know, three matches they got uh 5 points. You know, they it's it's not the worst. It's not the worst thing in the world. Um the good news is they're still in the playoff race. Uh they they're keeping pace. So uh
0: talked about already. So the first one was uh, (laughs) August 12th. The 3-2 win against Gold Star with quite the unwatchable camera, I must say. Um, I had trouble following anything that went on in that game. Uh, Thank God for highlights because I I still couldn't really see other than the one goal. Uh, To start off with, we got Vladimir Jokic, maybe in the 6th minute. It's like Mm -hmm. he takes a pass from his own end and they just sent it right over all three of our defenders right to him and I couldn't tell where the ball was but it was just one on O against me and he didn't even have a chance. Um, Earlier in the year a lot of the times I'll talk about it later but not for some of this I think we have a really good defense and that was very poor. They were way too high up and just got caught out with one pass that just looped right over them.
1: Yeah. And um, I think, I mean, we, you know, I ended up winning the match three, two, right. Um, but coming in, this is the one, you know, we were we were looking at and saying, this should be an easy win for flower city. Uh, you're going against a team towards the bottom of the table. Um, they've had some, some issues with with their players and financially and finding a place to uh to play and so that's kind of part of the reason why it was such a bad camera angle was uh just you know the 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 fact that it it's a they're playing in a high school stadium um with no real I stands. Even,
0: I wouldn't even call it a stadium it was yeah sort a, of just like you could see another field behind it
1: yeah, it was a field um. Yeah very uh i mean it was hard to watch you know um yeah. f c u didn't play great they you know um they were shaky in in defense right um and so exactly. you know i think it was very wor- worrying giving up two goals to gold star especially uh since you know they were missing uh- m- missing some players you know. They're missing their uh, Rosario, their top scorer, right? Um, and so, uh, you know, FCU though showed showed a lot of heart. They came back, uh, scored three goals, so they're still in good uh, form offensively. It's just the defense that's been a little uh, lackluster.
0: Yeah. So the issue I have is that goal was the sixth minute. Then Elias comes in in the thirteenth, and it looked to me like he deflected a free kick. So that's in the 13th, but then it was not even a minute later that gold star just went right back up. Um, They took it from the, like the near corner of the camera and put it right into the 18 yard box. And the guy was wide open and just put it past So within 14 minutes. They had two goals and they immediately scored on us, which did not really instill confidence. And then it wasn't until the late in the game that we finally overcame that
1: yeah and it did take a while to to kind of reach that um, you know, but it was uh, this was the first match right that ever uh, that FCU came back during um, from being down to win the match right That was this game uh,
0: I believe I believe it was yeah
1: yeah that was in this league uh, game uh, and so they got th- a three to two win it was something you know they had to win this game pretty much uh, f- for playoff reasons. And it set up a really big match against Club de Leon.
0: Yeah. Um, Club de Leon is, what are they? They're three points above us. They stay three points above us because we drew one to one on the Wednesday night game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got 19 points. We have 16. This one, I feel like, is the one that uh, disappointed me because it was, they had lost three in a row or four in a row, and we had won three in a row, including a comeback. I feel like it was ours, like we should have won it, but we did the exact same thing we did previous time playing them and gave up a stupid goal early. This time in the third minute, um, I think it was Nelson who got a pass to him and just took it way too hard, and it bounced right to their guy, right in the box, and just put it in. And then we're playing catch up again, and thankfully we came back and got a point. Another late Diokade goal. He's actually come on a lot. I was very critical of him earlier, just because I think you you're the one who mentioned it to me that he doesn't go back and defend all that much. Which, if you're winning, that's fine because that's what you want of a striker. But earlier in the season, when he wasn't getting the goals and also wasn't going back at all to try to create anything. It was frustrating. But now I think he's finally hitting a stride with us.
1: Yeah, and it was Nelson who um he got the back pass from Kavanaugh. Uh yeah. Right right on the edge of the the box. Um the Club De Leon player was breaking, like, before even the pass from uh Kavanaugh right came in because that is something that you know, FCU likes to do is to play out the back, right? Uh, you'll see Nelson um, and Quaselli, right? He'll they'll they'll have the ball a lot. They'll bring it up, um, yeah. And so that was just like I think that was very good, kind of like you know game planning, just, yeah. 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 And on Club De Leon's part, but um, yeah. So they went up one nothing early, and that's like the second time uh, that's happened this season against club de Leon. and so i'll be honest i was after that first goal i was like oh man this is going to be another tough game you know Yeah. The,
0: thankfully this time it was only one goal whereas last time was it two or three yeah we I'm, lost four to two but it was two real early goals that we yeah. just had no
1: chance. yeah um so it was kind of tough to tough to see there um but like but, you know Diacate he uh he, he, he scored a, it was a pretty, I mean, it was good good for him to get in that position to score, Um, but I think a lot of credit, you know, should go to uh, Luke Ferreira for...
0: I was going to say all my credit for that goal goes to Ferreira. Well, 95%. Yeah. Diakate got there, but there was, I think he got around two or three people, sent it past one, and then Diakate was past the last defender, so there was five... CDL defenders in that play, and bringing it down to the touchline and sending it over to Diakate actually got around so many people.
1: Yep, and Diakate, he uh, scored his sixth lead goal, um, that's most on the team, and his seventh for the season, which is actually the most in FCU history, is seven. Um,
0: and that, that sixth goal actually put them fourth in the league, too, which is not bad. Yes. I mean, for a team... For team that's in the bottom half, to have the fourth leading scorer,
1: yeah, seems like we're going in the right direction. And uh, not for nothing, but he uh, he's really turned it up as of late. You know, um, that was actually his third game in a row, or actually fourth league game in a row, um, scoring. Uh, so he came in, you know, hot on a goal goal uh, scoring streak, and he you know left the game still with the with the streak and a point for for his team. So um he's really turned it around. Um definitely seems more comfortable. Uh the entire offense is just doing better. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I I, think I mentioned on the the Gold Star game, I mentioned Elias and then Diacate's goal and the third one is Baldock who is also playing very good. I feel yeah. like so that um I'm, if I'm not mistaken, that Baldock goal, he came off the bench to score, I think. He was a substitution.
1: Um, wanted... I'd have to check, but I, fe- yeah, he he did come off the bench that game.
0: Yeah, and then I think he started the next game. It's the one thing I seem to have noticed that it seems like the small changes that we do make in our lineup, it's generally been to me like, like the most recent game. They uh, go two games back. Angelo Calfo comes off the bench. To me, he plays really well, and it earned him a starting position in the Chattanooga game. And I seem to think that we're rewarding players that play well, and I like to see that. I like to see them fighting for starting position.
1: Yeah, um, especially in attack where we have you know a lot, you know, or in the midfield like we have a lot of options there. Um, and actually, appearing in this game uh, was uh, Freddie Apoku. He came back from injury. We were unsure uh, when he was gonna be back, um, but he came off the bench in this game. So it was good to see him back out on the pitch. Uh, gives you know FCU a little uh, depth on the left side. Uh, he's kind of like the the emergency left back as well. But he plays, you know, up top usually um, on the left side. So it was good to see him back um, out on the field and healthy.
0: Yeah, and depth is something that we talked about last time, that we do worry if we do have more than one or two injuries at a time that it could really trouble us going into the finals. You watched the game at home, I believe?
1: That game I did, yes, the the Wednesday game. Yeah,
0: um, what did you, you think of the new camera?
1: The camera? It,
0: the better?
1: Is a lot better. It's more zoomed in. Um, I would say that FIFA Plus, as a like as a kind of like a new streaming service, is not great. It's worse it's than Eleven. Friendly. It's not user friendly. I actually tried to go back and watch um, some things from the Saturday game just to refresh my mind. Um, yeah, and. I'm that's. I ended up going to Rochester Rhinos archive on YouTube to watch that because I could not. I tried and tried. I could not find it. I couldn't find anything from Nisa. Um, but then I ended up watching. Um, I think it was the Solomon Islands Premier League game because you know why not, right? So I mean it is kind of cool in that regard. But anyways, yeah. Uh, the also yeah, the, so- the the other thing I have an issue with is that when. So they have these little graphics for goals. um, And when it pops up, like, it pops up before the goal actually happens. And so, like, uh, Diacate's goal for a second, like, for example, was, like, the the thing popped up before Ferrer even crossed the ball in. Um, Oh. So so it's kind of, like, anticlimactic. Um, and if you look back, it was also the same thing for the first goal. So um, you know it's just it's yeah. it's nice that they have those little graphics that's also so s- supposed to be helped with the the match highlights um, yeah. that are automated. And I know you know without this like Nisa does wouldn't really have automated no, no, highlights. Yeah. Um, so I, I do I do like it, but it's also I mean, It's just a little critique I have I have about it, um, as a as a platform. But hopefully it gets better. Hopefully it's uh, you know uh, gets better, and maybe we'll eventually make it to YouTube.
0: Yeah. But this is the this is the camera that we were using for the Auburn Salt City games, and actually got a human controller, so it's actually. Oh no, I I think it's going the right direction because that. Spideo was,
1: not great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he and hello <laughs> Um,
0: it, It's also not what it's designed for. Yeah, so, it's, it's
1: not what it's designed for. But also the the fact that a human's controlling it. I mean, sometimes that's a good thing. I thought in FCU's case it was a good thing. Um, but moving into the next game, the zero zero draw. You know,
0: Chattanooga, Chattanooga cameraman. Sometimes.
1: Yeah, or? you know, it's sometimes humans get distracted. You know. Um, yeah. And, you know there Sometimes
0: was kids are rolling on a hill.
1: That is true. So, uh, but what the the last game Saturday, August nineteenth, uh, FCU traveled down to Chattanooga, and they came out with a point against the top team, uh, in NISA. What did you think about that match, Rick? Uh, I have one word written
0: down next to next to this on my notes, and it's just Makia with an exclamation point. Um. I think that if it weren't for him, we could easily have been down three goals at least early. So the this is one thing that I wanted to go back on where I previously said for Gold Star and CDL, I didn't think our defending was that great. This one, it definitely was because we could have gone... We gave up a lot of stupid plays early, but then the entire second half, I thought we were pretty solid. We were also way more solid going forward than I expected. Uh, I don't think we really created a ton of opportunities, but especially when they made the subs in the 61st or so minute, going forward, we had at least like 15, 20 minutes where we were the better team. that sound fair to you?
1: You know... I don't know if we ever like worried them worried them that much. I mean, all our yeah. chances came off of a counter, you know, counterattacks attacks and whatnot. Um, but I would say, like overall, this is probably our best match against Chattanooga, um, and which is saying something, just because you know the other two were one one nil losses, right? Um, the other two
0: were to me a lot more hang on and lose 1-0 whereas yeah. this one was a fairly even draw. They were probably they were definitely more attacking, probably had better chances, but I think a a draw is definitely worth it for us.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, I think we were pretty lucky to get the draw. Um, you know, like maybe not lucky, but like we were fortunate. Like that's coming into the match, uh, you know, you know, they Chanuka hasn't lost. Yeah, this season in in NISA. Um, And so you're probably looking at this, like, best-case scenario, you get a point, uh, you know, you keep the positive momentum going uh, forward, uh, and that's what we are you know, they were able to do. Um, You know, there was that really scary (laughs) ricochet Uh, shot at the last, in the last, uh, well, five minutes into the four minutes of stoppage time, uh, and it's
0: the one that hit the hit
1: the crossbar. Hit the crossbar. Yeah, I, I was watching that again, uh, before we were recording this, and it's just, I tried, I slowed it down, and I was like, maybe you know, Mahia got a shot, you know, a hand on it, but no, it was just a good shot, and uh, you know, we were kind of that that one, that part was 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 the luck coming in. Oh
0: yeah, that's. I mean, it it was definitely a well deserved. Five minutes because there was some stopping but anytime it it's this close like if you're winning or if you're trying to scrape a draw and you're going over that stoppage time it's stressful
1: yeah especially yeah when you're the team that's expected to lose according yeah. to like you know the outside observers right uh you know it's kind of just it, it, it was very you know everybody was freaking out in the in the Discord. Uh, and so, you know, I was I was happy to to, you know, walk away with the point, but has another um clean sheet. Clean sheet. Yeah, he's been, you know, performing pretty well. Uh, I yeah. believe I believe that's five clean sheets for him this year. Yeah. Uh player of the week. One of the players of the week. Yeah, one of the players of the week and um the, I think it was well deserved. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um He's, ever ever since, like, you know, since June 24th, he's had uh, four of them. So it's really turning them up, turning it in, you know, good performances uh, now that, you know, Flower City really needs it, right? It's do-or-die time, um, yeah. you know. I mean,
0: just looking back at these three games we we're discussing, uh, so it's zero against Chattanooga, one against uh, Club de Leon, which was the Third minute, one given right to the guy, and then the two against Gold Star, which were not really one, not really goals that he had any fault in either. They were, they were all pretty much they were gonna score based on where they got the ball. Yeah, yeah. So he's playing pretty solid.
1: I I would have to agree. Um, you know, and he's gonna have to keep that those performances up. Um, got a busy slate the next couple. Of you know the next week or so, um, and so Sunday out in uh, Romeo Stadium in Michigan to face the Michigan Stars. What Apparently do you? Apparently,
0: Romeo Stadium is just a high school. Ah, so well. I I asked that, I asked if I'm going to a real stadium or a high school, and I was told by people in a chat I'm in that it is just a high school. well. Um, but. You mentioned something, some recent Michigan news before that I did not.
1: Know. Oh, yeah. So they have an entirely new uh, coaching staff, Michigan Stars. the are defending champs parted ways with uh, Stuart Flaherty. He's the, you know, he was the head coach that they won the championship with. Uh, you know, he's also a Borough fan. So, you know, quick shout out there. Um But, yeah, so they um, got an entirely new coaching staff. I don't know if it's finalized just yet. Um,
0: Yeah, they're looking at – they're not – you have two draws, a loss, a win, a loss in their last five. So kind of stagnating right in the middle of the table. They're still seven points above us, Mm -hmm. still upper half. But uh, I don't know. Is that something you really – when you're in fourth place, do you want to get a whole new staff?
1: Um, It's a bit weird to me. Yeah, but you know this is the Michigan Stars we're talking about, right? I um, oh, yeah. Weird we is a uh,
0: few of their issues last time.
1: Yeah, I mean, weird's their uh, weird's their thing, right? Um, I don't know. They, you know, we I'll, I'll give credit. Dan Creel was the one who reported this, um, and so you know, I didn't see a reason. Um, okay. Like posted, and so it could just be you know they could have just. Uh, parted ways you know uh
0: although knowing nisa could also be people just not being paid it's just complete speculation but that yeah. happens for multiple teams and multiple players so who knows there could be financial things there could be personal there could be professional
1: yeah yeah, yeah you never know and also uh you know it's the michigan stars so yes.
0: As I was told, or as I said to somebody that I was going to the game, and they said, make sure you record it, because did you really go to a Michigan Stars game if you didn't get to fight with George Junkaj while you were there?
1: Yes, and, you know, maybe he's secretly the, you know, secretly the the new coach, right?
0: Yes, we shall see.
1: Yeah, but no, I think I think this is one that, looking at their recent form, considering they just went through a coaching change, um, they were very fortunate they were down a man and they um, drew against la force and so um which is a great result for them being you know down to 10 men um I would like us i think one nothing you know a one nothing win is what I'm expecting out of this they got a great defense uh so i'm but I'm hoping you know the offense will be Able to sneak one past uh, the, their defense, so
0: we have been pretty prolific uh, on offense. So I sure hope so. It's <laughs> like, yeah, we have we're down to a minus three goal difference, which that used to be much worse. So mm-hmm. we're actually putting more on the board than we're giving up.
1: Yeah, um, and then later that week we got at the Rochester Community Sports Complex. It's going to be a home match against. La Force, so that's another team uh, above in the table. Um, you know, they just came off they they drew um, against Michigan Stars, but their their recent form is draw, draw, win, win, um, and a loss. And so yeah, they, another
0: team that's right above us, not too not too high, know, not another of those Chattanooga games.
1: Yes, they're they're only five points ahead of us, um, yeah. and. So, again, at home, uh, you know, this is one I'm looking at. It's We've struggled against them so far this season, you know, 3-1 and 2-1 losses. Uh, yeah. I think we were outplayed both times. So this one I'm a little concerned about going into it.
0: Yeah, I agree. They definitely had our number both times. Um, I feel like. I've talked to, like, earlier the season, I was, a lot of the games, like, oh, this just one little bounce, it could have gone our way, and I feel like the Los Angeles games are the ones that we definitely were the team that deserved to lose. And another one, this is another Wednesday game, which, what was the last Wednesday game, the Club de Leon?
1: Yeah, that was the Club de Leon.
0: Which had uh, attendance that really surprised me. Uh, not quite as high as the uh, youth night that we had, or youth day, or whatever they end up calling it, but a lot of people returned, and that was really nice to see. Yeah, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping that uh, it's only it only been a week or two, but hoping they return for this LA game.
1: Yeah, and also, barring any another, you know, any more last minute changes, that is the pups on the pitch night. Which, you know, should be, should be fun. Uh, some furry fans in the stands. Uh, you know, there's plenty of room, so...
0: I, I think that before the end of the year, we will see schedule changes, though. Especially considering I've heard that uh, Nisa is running one of the teams currently.
1: Yeah. So. And would that happen to be a, a team that was trying to get a game, a recent game, postponed?
0: Uh, yeah, I believe I spoke incorrectly about uh, being told that they were trying to get a postpone because they were yeah. audited when, in actuality, it was that they had been taken over.
1: Yeah, do you want to talk about yeah. that? Or just um...
0: yeah, there's, yeah, as I mentioned earlier, there's teams that are known for not paying their players, and then their uh, agents are calling all the other teams trying to get these players out of there. And so it's happened, what, last year... Valley United and someone else actually like Syracuse. ended Syracuse. Well, no, Valley United. Oh, Syracuse. Did they go out there in the middle of the year?
1: They so, were going to
0: they the season. They completed yeah, the
1: season, but they were yeah, this, almost folded.
0: Yeah, from what I'm from what I'm told, this season there's going to be more issues. But every team by this point should at least finish the season. So, yeah. that's good news.
1: Yeah. They don't want
0: to get de-sanctioned or whatever the actual word is.
1: Yes, uh, you know, NISA can only afford to lose, technically, one team. But in practice, U.S. soccer is already looking into kind of the finances because of the last couple seasons. So, you know, ideally no team's folding in the middle of the year is the way to go. And so I hope, (laughs) you know, we talked about it, Cub De Leon and Gold Star... We hope they figure it out. You know, uh, you know, Goldstar had a couple, you know, it wasn't going back to the game earlier, you know, like, uh, it wasn't a big crowd, but some, you know, there's people, there's, they're allowed. So the people that were there, um, you could hear them. So it
0: wasn't, it wasn't an ideal camera setup, but it, it seemed like a fine, fine time if you had been there. Like, and it's not like a lot of these, Teams that aren't playing in—I mean, Chattanooga, Maryland, kind of now us with a couple games. Like the, these teams are playing in a high school and draw. If you're drawing a small crowd, that's actually like cheering. That's good. Yeah, obviously we want more, but
1: yeah, especially considering it's it's you know the first season, um, so. Yeah. So. And then the last game to, to wrap up so we don't go a little, you know, coming up on the, we're just over the half-hour mark right now. Um, but the last match in that week, so there's three in one week again, uh, is down in Maryland uh, against the Bobcats. So, you know, they just beat them 2-0 uh, back on August 5th. Uh, and so, you know, Maryland still hasn't performed great, so what do you think What do you think about this match?
0: I think Maryland's definitely going to want to come back at us because I think they probably assume they're a better team than us, which history says is true, but recent form we've definitely come on. But I think going to Maryland, where they've beaten us once this year and are generally known as the better team, will be a very tough, tough place to go in anything so i would be i'd be happy with a point out of that
1: one yeah get get a point on the road you know right now they're in third um you know 23 points so that's you know six points ahead of us right now um so i think you know looking at the next you know three uh seven points ahead of us but yeah seven that's right that's why i don't teach math Hmm. um you know they uh I I think if if Flower City can walk away with another you know five points out of these next three matches that that would be seen as like a good thing.
0: I I'd agree with that. Yeah, that's that should. I mean, obviously our goal should be nine points, but I think five is a realistic good expectation. Five points technically, I mean, depends on what they own, but it could pop us up over them. Put us one point behind LA Force based on. So, yeah, that, that that's a realistic expectation that I think should be the bare minimum.
1: Yeah, um, and, you know, hopefully that will also get people excited for the remainder of the home games, uh, which, you know, not to get, you know, too ahead of ourselves, but there are, you know, Flower City does uh, end the year with a, a, a batch of home games uh, right before hopefully, a playoff run, right? Um, and so it'll be exciting to see what happens out of that. Um, but, yeah, well, time will tell.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're undefeated in the last five games with 14 points in the last six. This is we're a much better team than we've ever been, and it's exciting to look forward to these teams above us and not actually just totally worry like it had originally in the start of the year.
1: Yeah. And I think the the biggest thing you know five games unbeaten and kind of the the crowd's growing um you know yeah. flower city is not uh not to not to be kind of you know demeaning to the people who were who were there last year and like the players' staff and whatnot um but you know they're no longer the joke of of you know Rochester soccer or even the league uh you know they're not the bottom feeders anymore. Uh, they're a team that's coming on. Uh, the community's starting to get excited about it, and uh, you know it's gonna be it'll be exciting to see if they can keep up the momentum uh, going into the you know the next uh, couple games. Uh, in the meantime, they are doing a couple camps up at the um, Dick Sporting Goods at, at uh, the mall and Victor, so. Uh, that's kind of what they're doing, you know they have three three matches in seven days and then they don't play again for another you know week or so um and so they gotta stay busy somehow, and so they are staying involved in the community, so that's good to see as well
0: yeah that's something that i uh I actually wrote an article on it that never got posted about uh earlier in the year that about how much they were going out into the community and doing things. Like this is obviously like there's probably money involved, but like they've gone to school and read to them, they go to parades, they do different things. so that's it's just nice to get them out there. Of course, it gets publicity for them, but it's also just good to do.
1: yeah, all right, so that's with uh, Flower City.
0: Uh, this next section's all you about yeah. the boom.
1: Yeah, well I was just going to mention Rock City Boom um, also known as IASC Boom um, is going to be competing uh, again in this year's Open Cup and so their roster is in the process of getting finalized for that appearance Uh, so we'll speak more on that next episode Uh, but I don't
0: Actually, can you, what's I know that for the open cup they go by the IASC boom. Mm-hmm. What is you know the reasoning of that? Is uh, something to do with professionalism or
1: no? It's no. So uh, they comp- you know compete in the spring season, right of uh, the UPSL, and oh, so is
0: this their fall team?
1: Basically. So since they don't since they don't do um, both fall and spring. They can't make it as like, you know, the Rock City Boom because you know. They don't play as Rock City Boom. So this is literally okay. this is a team that all they do is compete in the Open Cup. Okay. It's a different. It's technically a different entity, um, in the eyes of like you know the Federation, and so since but since Rock City Boom competes in the UPSL they would have to qualify through that. And, you know, they, since they don't play in the fall, they're ineligible to qualify because um, okay. you have to either play the full year or uh, now you can win the spring champion national championship. You get an automatic bid into the first round, which is a new thing this year. Um, and so uh, those are the two ways to qualify.
0: And I know we were waiting for the roster to come out. Um, how much? Crossover, do you, do you have any idea how much crossover there is between the spring team and what's expected for this?
1: Um, So what, what we know so far is it's going to be, you know, kind of like a mashup, almost like a an all-star team of, uh, you know, like the Western New York division. Um, so there's going to be some boom players. There's going to oh, be okay. some um, FCY New York players who, you know, they made it all the way into the, like, the... quarterfinals uh uh you know fc krasinik right um so basically that 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 first division the premier division it's going to be like their all-star team almost um spearheaded by you know the boom um and coach you know mark mandel and uh you know i heard there's some rumblings of uh you know
0: Let's let's save that one for next week uh, or next yeah. time if, if when the roster comes out if that is true. If yes. not, we can mention. It. If not, we'll mention it.
1: Yes, but That's there okay. there's some rumblings of some uh, big names, so yeah. we'll leave it there. Good yeah. To
0: go. All right. Well, thank you and good night.
1: Yeah. This was the pedal pod episode two, and we are gone.